taking uh, the devotional tonight from the first verse of chapter 16. And you may say, where? Well, we've been going through Proverbs on Thursdays. So chapter 16. The first verse says this. The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. There are a lot of things that in life we are trained and we're trained in the process of preparing Many of us can look back not too long ago and remember the days of academics, of studies, practicums and laboratories and projects that we would do that coordinated with seemingly with the text and the professor or the classroom teacher was instructing us in. And that was preparatory. It didn't cover necessarily all of the experiential things that we would be taught in life, but it led to anticipating what would be required of us. We learned social skills. At one time we learned patriotism and religion, not in the church sense, but we appreciated and respected it institutionally. We understood about families based on those whom we would call our friends in the classrooms that we were a part of. And so there was a lot that the Lord was doing in our life in the institutional phase of growing up, but also in what we know to be the family. It's all preparatory. The Proverbs here says in so much as this, that it belongs to us. How often we want to belong to something and God says, then try this. Let preparation belong to you. Rather than be caught off guard, be surprised, anticipate that in this life, I've called you sequentially and spiritually for preparation. And in that preparation, this verse closes with, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. The preparation that we have as both a responsibility, and I think at the same time, a vocational mandate, learning obedience and understanding, comprehending and applying it, it's because there's going to be a sure word that God will grant by the tongue. So one of the things that I know is true, there's a lot of people wagging their tongues. And James counsels us that the tongue is not always used at all for the purposes of God. And so we want to be those today 
in a media saturated world in which what we don't get is silence and quietness, nor even perhaps understand that at one time it was a part of the preparatory school of life, being alone, seeking refuge in a still place, the discipline of pursuit, even at the cost of saying, I can't now. I must be about my father's business. There are plans that I'm a part of. I'm planning for a future. And so this just both encouraged me and I was able to say amen, recalling historically how the Lord has put me in these situations in which as I look back, he had been preparing me all along. But I know this too, it wasn't simply academic. It was deeply spiritual. That anything that related to the academic, to the science of living, of socializing, of having a supernatural understanding of life, whether it was basic or even complex, God was working on my heart and through circumstances that not necessarily were at all what I would have chosen. And so one of the things that we see here is that we can say we have a belonging Some people pursue belonging to something or having someone possess. And I like this old song that you might remember. It's just a classic because it points to where our heart belongs. And if the Lord says that the preparations of the heart belong to man, I know that there is a responsibility in that and an anticipation ultimately of how will the Lord speak to me through the tongue. Words that come from the scripture. In essence, what we read was penned. It was penned by men who heard the tongue of God speak to them by the spirit that enabled them. It's why this is a living book. The words on it were from the tongue of God to our hearts. It's the first thing that we need to be able to say, this is that which I have come to. I've come to a lot of people. I've come to a lot of conclusions. People have made a lot of assumptions, but it's this word that was from the tongue of God through the spirit of God and the pen of men who were able to articulate and voice what God wants me to know. So my heart, Lord, I want prepared. And the reason that also this is important is because there's a promise that I believe this secures itself with. The preparations of the heart belong to man. Isn't that cool if you thought, wow, that's ownership. I always wanted to own something because everything that I've tried to own 
doesn't amount to nothing. It's always taking from me and not giving us this. Then do this. Have this as your belonging. Have this as your precious belonging. Preparations of the heart belong to man. Take responsibility to have your heart prepared in great anticipation of what I will speak to you. And because God is love and love is of God, we have to understand that it can be no less than that ultimately that is determined by him for us. The answer that we want to hear is near and close from the tongue of God. And if you're not reading it here, then maybe you're hearing it from my tongue. Psalm 37.4 is classic. I think it's knitted to this supremely. I'll go over that with you very quickly. It feels like I've only been speaking for four minutes. I think that's right. Listen to this. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Isn't that wonderful? And so your heart can be prepared tonight and everything concerning that belonging to you for the promise that God will assuredly grant you in time, in a moment where you're positioned by the experiences that he has brought you through to both appreciate it and also be able to commend others who want the very same, if you would, reality in their life. And you'll be able to say, this is what I know about God. He's faithful in all things that concern me and that concern you. He loves you as much as I believe he has taught me his love. And I can say that affirmatively, he is faithful. And so you prepare your heart in what I believe is the essential. The assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen, is the preparation of faith. And it's the expression of faith. And it comes with believing what you cannot see, but what you believe the tongue of God has spoken. In spite of what others may be saying with their tongue, it is the tongue of God that you have said, that's his word to me from his mouth to my heart. It was prepared to receive, and I do, Lord, I receive. You also prepare, in this sense, this ownership of belonging, your ability to trust God. So faith expresses what you cannot see, and trust says, this is what's happening. He's still God in my circumstance, in my situation. 
I'm going to trust in him because that's what this says. Trust in the Lord. Do good. That's the verse before verse four, which is a beautiful promise. Trust in the Lord. Do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. It's a great coordination of what we read in Proverbs. We're on course to prepare. You don't have to belong to anything or anyone that supersedes the Son of God. And when you belong to Him, then everything else is appreciated in the manner by which God also says, there you go. You're not going to take that for granted. And you're not going to take me for granted. I love this old song. It was what I was trying to come up with. I am my beloved and he is mine. His banner over me is love. Remember that? I am my beloved and he is mine. His banner over me is love. I am my beloved and he is mine. His banner over me is love. His banner over me is love. Isn't that a cute little ditty? It's not as complex as these hymns we've been singing, but isn't it simple as far as doctrine goes? I am my beloved. He's mine. I belong to him. He belongs to me. I therefore delight in him. And in so being delighted in him, I can anticipate the desires of my heart being met by him. And I'm also able to say with great confidence, I will await his sure word. And as I get it, I will thank him for it. As I anticipate it, which I shall, I will do so in reverence. I will pursue his voice by his tongue, if necessary, in the quiet place that no one else cares about. And I will do it in honor of him, a tribute to him. I will do it in the sanctuary. I personally think this is one of the quietest places that you can be. Even when you say, but there's always worship and then there's you babbling. Well, I can be a voice of God as I handle the word of God. So I'm actually not babbling. Very likely I'm being in that very moment having been prepared to share the word that the tongue of God is voicing through my little vocal cords. And I think most of us just need to hear that. So keep up by looking up. Don't find yourself in petty arguments with yourself or with others. Love God. Trust Him. Delight yourself in Him. Sing songs to Him. Read passages to Him. Pray in your walkings, in your sitting downs, in your drivings, in your coordination with others. That's where I was led tonight in Proverbs. Faith and trust. Hope. Prepare your heart. Anticipate trials and testings. James tells us it's going to happen. And he says that in so doing this anticipation, there's an attitude to have in it. Consider it all joy, joy in the Lord. It's only for a short time in which trials and tests can affect us. 
but it is for our good to say with joy, God's going to get me through this and all that concern me. <laughs>